0: morning and welcome to episode ocho cinco of the sunday conversation podcast hosted by aaron taylor myself ben shanenberger presented by loyalty liquors pack leashes www.packleashes p-a-c-k-l-e-a-s-h-e-s.com dude
1: it tripped you up too you got stuck in the same place i did fucking spelling out i do get spelling out pack leashes
0: um, use promo code Sasha, baby 20 at checkout for 20% off your order. Um, Aaron, how the hell are you, my friend? Um, I have a absolutely fucking wild story for you.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Let me, oh, let me, that? let me kick off. Let me kick off this episode with a little story for you I did I intentionally didn't tell you this when we talked earlier this week so I can tell you tell, tell it here so this is how my week started Monday morning first account come outside Yeah, you know, I go in do my thing whatever come out car doesn't start now like my battery had definitely been dying for a little while because like a couple times in the weeks leading up to it, it was like It would start, but you know, that like slow like turnover of the engine was like do, 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 like that. Something's like right here. Triple A, come, triple A guy comes out, gets my car started. He like uses his his little battery pack to jump it. And he's like, uh, he's like, you need a new battery. I don't have one. You're going to have to go to AutoZone to get one. All right. So I go to AutoZone, get the battery. And like, you know, I think AutoZone will put the battery in for you. But like, you know, I'm a man's man. I'm not going to have another man put in a car battery for me. I'll I'll do it. So I asked the guy, I'm like, do you have, you know, you have a ratchet set? He's like, yep, gives it to me, you know, get the old battery taken out, put the new one in, slam the hood of my car, forgot that I had left my phone on the side of the engine bay and just smashed the screen of my phone with the fucking hood of my car. <laughs> that was didn't, all before didn't, 11 a.m. on Monday. Time
0: out. Didn't we just get the screen fixed? Like, yep. Two weeks yep. ago, ish.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, maybe about three, three weeks ago. Maybe a month now. Yep, yep. Just got the screen fixed. Smashed that bitch. Uh, oh, so to,
0: I hate, hate to have that happen. On so Monday morning.
1: in all, in all honesty, after that, everything was great, man. It was, it was a groovy week. You know, I had a good time. Hurting, playing a little guilty today, but uh, you know, we'll be all right. How was your week, pal? Um,
0: uh, my uh, same dude. You know, my week, we um i guess shit did we record last saturday
1: we recorded last
0: friday evening or something no
1: because i i bartended last friday so yeah it was last saturday last saturday morning you guys were just getting ready to leave jackson
0: okay all right yeah so yeah same shit for me it was like you know we had a fucking drive across the country so um it wasn't like an exhilarating fun week but uh I guess the most important part is that we got across the country safely. Uh, we went down to Colorado Springs and, uh, saw my buddy that I played with at Castleton, Tyler Atkins, um, his wife who was in my grade at Castleton, uh, you know, good friend of ours, Corey Keener. They got Mm. two, two little kids. So hung out with them, just ate some dinner, uh, woke up on, uh, that sunday morning and then drove which was a fucking day 12 hours from colorado springs to dallas big d rolled in uh hung with trevor um dd we uh cooked on cooked on the traeger uh, made made some food and shit and just hung out with all their boys Mm. um, because those little kids are Fucking awesome i love them i'm uncle ben to them so you know gotta be a good uncle when i'm there is something
1: like awesome about your friends kids calling you uncle you know whatever oh
0: dude and i it was like whatever i'm not gonna sit here and like pump my tires but (laughs) it was it was a good feeling like we're sitting around with trevor and his brother-in-law trez's wife and they basically were just they gave us the whole lowdown of the kids found out that we were coming on friday Mm -hmm. So it was like two days of like one of the little boys, Hudson. It was, it was Saturday. And Hudson, Nate, what a name. Nate, Nate's telling me the story. All the kids, all the little boys were over at <clears throat> uh, Trev's mom's house. So grandma's house and they're hanging out. And Hudson's three years old and he, he walks home back over to like, you know, they live right next door to each yeah. other. So he walks back to, to Nate's house and Nate's like, oh, you know, what's up, man? What, what are you doing? Like, um, all the boys are at lollies and he's like ben's coming <laughs> so he's like yeah he's like he's coming on sunday night he's like are you just gonna he's like i'm waiting for him <laughs> so he sat there so they sat there that whole night then the next day at like we got it there at seven o'clock he said they were out on the porch at three waiting, waiting? for three oh my three God. to seven <laughs> so meaning it was like awesome like i i love those kids we have a blast together yeah. um you know they they went to ben's bow and arrow school nice. so i was their instructor uh so it was just like a little like teach them uh, how to handle donkeys too no we don't we didn't we didn't we don't go with donkeys um uh, but uh yeah no so that's just a completely random story but just a kind of like a you know one of those like
1: you know that's what you did this makes week, it man. makes
0: makes you feel good like makes you know you it's good. like um, and then uh, we stopped at a uh, roommate from Jackson in Mississippi. Mm. They got a f- fucking massive situation down there. Their dad's a logger. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. He owns a sawmill. Aaron, I got a grand tour of a hardwood sawmill mm. on that would blow your fucking mind, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. But the whole time, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, overhead 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 what the hell happens when you can't find people to work which we're living in that situation right right now so it's so funny how I have this I guess just like completely different outlook on life now like everything I look at I just wonder like I guess my ultimate thing right now like quest would be like how do you run a business or how do you build a business that doesn't like require a lot of manpower yeah you know like how do you not how do you build something big and then not rely on others you know because all i'm thinking about is like this dude doesn't show up to work you know mill don't work you know this dude you know and it's just like that's like my my everlasting um quest nowadays is like dude wait like training people getting them to show up you know, it's like there's every excuse in the book these days to like oh, not shit. go to work. You just said What's that wrong? It totally reminded me uh, a Sunday conversation
1: memes. Jack Johnson hit me up on Friday asking what I was doing last night. And I, I did answer him. I told him I'd be in Manchester and I never heard from him. I told him to hit me up and he never hit me up. So I guess we're out on the outs. Well, Jack, honestly, I know
0: I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. I would actually counter that and say there's a good chance that Jack wasn't able to hit you up because he was working on memes for the <laughs> Sunday conference. He was in the lab cooking up memes.
1: <laughs> like, I could hang out with Aaron um, tonight. I could grab a drink with Aaron tonight, but fuck it. I got to get these memes yeah, out. there's baby. More these memes more ain't going to cook themselves.
0: Um, But, yeah, so then the other wild story I had to tell you.
1: Okay, is... hold on one second, Ben. I have one. I have one thing I have to bring up. So you're in Florida, uh, Mexico Beach. Mexico pit, like, Beach
0: northern panhandle i guess you could say Uh,
1: you do you know how confused i was on friday when we were talking about when we were going to record the podcast and you're like it's 221 here and i'm like what the fuck like ben you're in florida how the fuck can it be 221 i didn't know that any of florida was in the fucking central time
0: zone yeah so it's like a funk like the sign for the time change is in mexico beach oh okay so it's like it, we call it the time warp. Like, I don't know what time it is right now. My yeah. phone says 910. Mine. But mine it could also say. nine ten too. It also could say 10. 810. 8, Weird. It's like, it's just straddling the line. But, okay, so Mexico Beach, Florida. Cute little town. Um, It's basically, there's just like hundreds of thousands of millions of acres of forest behind it mm-hmm. and it's all owned by the saint joe paper company okay so it's undevelopable undevelopable like swampish land with just trees that go forever mm-hmm. that are now very sparse because the hurricane rolled through right. a few years yep. ago tore we talked
1: about that the last time you were down there
0: so it's a cool little like it's a cool little spot it's very like very small like the tyndall air force base is 20 miles down, uh to our west so meaning that's all land that is oh no like it's all private like land like yeah. nothing is developed so that being said there's a shitload of bears really dude so the other day um, Toby's parents, they're they're trying to land, they want to do the landscaping at their house. So uh they had her walk, she's you know, she's a gardener. They had her walk across the street to the neighbors who have their all their landscaping done. They're like, mm. check some shit out, see what yeah. we want over here, yada yada. We get behind the house, Aaron, and there is a dog shit. But wait, it's not. A bear shit. So like full of berries all berries massive fucking turd i'm like whoa like i knew there was bears around here but i'm like wait a second that ain't a fucking normal bear that's like a huge bear we're talking like i bet you it is like a like a two pound shit it was huge thick i'm like this is kind of freaky so whatever go you know go back to the house at that point it was like the afternoon well that evening there's like a commotion out in the street and there's a couple people like looking or whatever so then um Toby's mom gets a text message from the neighbor there's a black bear outside mm. so so we fucking run outside walk <laughs> down the street there's this big ass oak tree old yep. old oak tree in about 40 feet up in the air there is the biggest bear I have ever seen in my life it was like Aaron (laughs) I shit you not and it was probably between like 350 to 500 pounds Jesus Christ his head was the size of a fucking beach ball like a big one like I can't even like compare it to like a actually it's probably more comparable to like a bison's head than anything like bigger than a horse's head yeah. like dude and he's just up eating acorns in the top of this tree way the hell up there so obviously it's like if this bear so falls is there like a
1: crazy like a crowd gathered watching him at this point
0: there's a crowd i would say there's at least 15 people there at this point so toby's best friend was in town so her husband was here when i went to their wedding like i i've known him you know one of my buddies and uh he's a big hunter so we start you know we're we're down there Mm. and we start walking closer to the tree like to like get under it more and you know like i said the bear is like 40 feet up in the the tree like if he falls out he's breaking his back dying so it's like he's got to run down we get a little bit closer he kind of like sees us turns his head stares at us and we're we're staring 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 and then he goes (laughs) <laughs> and fucking i ran i turned and ran like in like split second like that time i crashed and my fucking scraped my rolex yeah. like that quick like turn around and fucking run and then of course i like turn back and the bear's still 40 feet up in the tree hasn't moved And i'm like oh, i'm a huge it. bitch like you know but
1: especially I, because ben let us not forget the time that you and i chased after a black bear in yes. Scott, mack and Chad's backyard,
0: with a 22 handgun. <laughs> well, oh yeah, we for had a,
1: protection. You had a gun that time. <laughs> I had a camera, but we people forget we chased after a black bear that time.
0: Yes, yeah, that just goes to show you that we are pretty much like storm chasers, but bear chasers. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. That's wild, man. I didn't even know there was black bears in yeah, Florida. Yeah, me either. And then this old gentleman down the street who lives here he's like hell he's like that's only a two-year-old you should see his mama she's like 600 pounds that's insane so yeah but i guess when you just and then i you know of course being me i'm like all right this may sound like a stupid question but do bears in florida hibernate and he's like he's like well that kind of is a good question he's like they slow down but they don't they don't like they don't do what they do like in colder areas. So like they get less, right. Like they, they get less active. They get a little like lethargic, but, um, you know, just coming off fat bear week and then seeing a fat bear for myself in Florida, it was just, it was kind of exciting. So. Yeah. So um, your dad
1: was digging a bear den on, uh, your sister yeah, so posted get, an Instagram story. So, so like,
0: There is another, there's a story to that too that's hilarious so you know how like old folks they don't really have instagram but some of them do sure my dad's best friend has an instagram okay and he follows my sister okay okay so he saw her instagram post Yep. quickly calls my dad's other best friend they're like three best friends or whatever and he goes hey I just saw on Samantha's thing that they're, they're Mike is building a bear den to try to manifest the bear. So Bob Gentile, my dad's boy, fucking, yeah. who doesn't, you know, Wayne Webb is the one with the Instagram that saw it on Samantha. So right. it, there's, a, there's a little, so Bob calls my dad and he's like, Mike, Mike, did you just hear? There's a bear down on the rails to trails in <laughs> Vernon. And my dad, I guess, freaked out he's like are you serious he was like going all nuts and he's like no (laughs) so so, yeah that's the uh Uh, that's kind of messed up yeah but you know it's also kind of messed up that my dad thinks he's gonna try to fucking house a bear on the property this this what the fuck (laughs) like
1: dude Uh, you're gonna have delilah and and a bear you know going at each other out in the yard
0: it's like okay so delilah is a donkey that eats bird seed? I could only imagine what my dad's gonna feed a bear like guess or something
1: gonna lay out i'm just lay out a bunch of fucking berries for it and shit, yeah,
0: but <laughs> yeah man, and uh, so i I guess in terms of that, like I've been kind of like tuned out from uh from reality this week, but you know I did uh you know just kind of enjoy enjoy my time back here on the east coast and and settling back in or whatever but uh
1: yeah i mean that's always nice yeah. Benny. i mean we talked about we talked about it all the time you know just settling in yeah you and i talked the other day and you were at the beach what was it oh i sent you
0: that. <laughs> i sent you that
1: fake fake news article
0: oh my god yeah that's almost worse than the uh the the, the guy with the huge dick remember that everyone yeah i mean that it's like meme, the but... same
1: concept yeah so just to fill the people in at home <laughs> our our close personal friend scotty mack sent me a, uh, a news article that said uh, something to the effect of joe biden to enforce vaccine mandates nationwide blah 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 from the san francisco san francisco chronicle.com but san honored.
0: francisco Cron. I don't yeah. think it said chronicle or so. I, right. I was like something. Something like to figure that. It right? was Fuck. off by a
1: little bit. Yeah. And I send it to Ben. I so Scott sent it to me. You open it up and it's one of those things you, you click on the picture and it's like three old white guys having sex with each other. It's a you know, it's just not not something, not something you need first thing in the morning. And so I was like, Well, I'm gonna send this to a bunch of people now too, and you know, get some reactions out of it. So I send it out, I send Ben send it to Ben. Ben calls me freaking out. Dude, there's no way he can do that, right? He can't do that. There's no way. It's got to be against the law.
0: And then Aaron's like, Ben, just read the article and call me back. (laughs) Meaning you said it perfect. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. All right, maybe there's something in the article that, like, I need to see. So sure as shit, I hang up. I fucking, I click on the article and I see these three fucking geriatrics sucking each old, other's cocks and I, and I just said fuck you or, i don't know what i said but i was just like you called me back and I'm you a, were
1: like a, yep you got me you got yeah. me good with that one oh but, my hey, god
0: that that's that was pr- that, that's what we call good humor good right good, there. good clean like no. the ice like the ice yeah right. like the ice cream the good humor oh. um but yeah that was that was uh that was pretty funny Yeah, actually,
1: that the account that I was sitting outside of when I sent you that, he kicked me out on Thursday. He fired my ass. Wait, what? So this happens from time to time. You know, the accounts obviously have a say over who their salesperson is to a degree. And so like if they don't want somebody, they can call and be like, you know, hey, I don't want Touch and Touch to be my sales rep anymore, whatever. Or if they have a relationship with somebody else, they can be like, hey, I want, you know, I don't want Aaron to be my sales rep. I want Ben, you know, he's called me in the past, whatever. So this dude and his wife they bought these two stores uh back in July and they since the day they bought the stores they've been trying to get like all these like really really hard to get items like Vofclico which is impossible to get right now Clase Azul Tequila
0: Oh is that the one that's uh like Connecticut usually gets like 20,000 cases and they get like they got like one or two cases this year. Isn't that, that's both, you, both Clico? Yeah, we like yeah. nothing.
1: We've gotten like nothing as a company. We sell probably about 10,000 cases a year, which is, that's $5 million. No, we saw way more than that. Way more than that. I don't even know. Right. Yeah. Probably about 20,000 cases a year. And we've gotten like nothing up to this point. So we just had a little bit come in last week. And we shipped it out and they were getting an order. They were not getting Clico and they looked on the truck and saw that there was Clico on the truck and then flipped out that there was Clico shipping out that they weren't getting any. And so they called and complained. And so my boss was like, Hey, can you call him and try and smooth it over? And I called him and, you know, we're talking and after about 10 minutes, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I sarca- kind of sarcastically said to him, fine, I'll just fucking send it to you every time from now on. And he didn't like that. And he said, I don't want to work with you anymore. And I said, all right, peace, one love. So he kicked me out. But I'm still going to end up having to fucking deal with him because there's nobody else in the area that's going to call him. So it's going to be my problem
0: still. So that's kind of even funnier for him because it's like the old adage, like, you know, don't what is it? Don't shit where you uh eat. Don't shit where
1: you eat, yeah, or don't eat where it's you like, shit. I guess it works. It's like
0: he, here, he is. Like, I get it. He's probably you know he's pissed off. He's not getting what he gets. But then on the flip side, it's like, bro, this is a this is a fucking chain reaction. Okay, this is a chain reaction. Meaning, this isn't. It's not like your world and you right. just get to pick anything. It's yeah, like exactly. You know, it's like if you. If you have been buying five thousand cases for fucking ten Yo, years, if you were, you were know, fucking
1: buying shit, bro, we could talk. But you're the yeah. new kid on the block.
0: Money you know, talks and make, bullshit walks.
1: Yeah, I had to make a business decision. I made a business decision that didn't benefit him, and that's unfortunate. But you know, fucking hey, man, way she goes.
0: Yeah, man. I guess that's life. <sighs> it's it's also it's like tough. It's it's a.
1: Uh, ben, I'm sitting. I'm in Mike Fowler's house right now. In the spare bedroom. And you know, whatever. It's like 9 a.m. Sunday morning. This is a true Sunday conversation. And this girl just rode her bike by. I honestly feel like I could throw up right now. And so the fact that I'm watching somebody ride their bike by at 9 a.m. in the morning looking all jolly and shit. That just doesn't jive with me, bro. Like I could probably open this window right now and just puke right out it and wouldn't even think twice, but that wouldn't make for good radio. So I'm not gonna do that.
0: Actually, it may, it may, it may make for good radio be like, oh, have you guys ever heard throwing up on a podcast before?
1: I'm sure Jack will get a fucking would make would make a nice meal yeah. out on of that one.
0: Oh shit, yeah, that's uh yeah,
1: that's
0: we, we that's got the, my fault, Ben.
1: It's my fault. Didn't drink enough we, water.
0: We went fishing yesterday and uh I was just gonna so ask we, you about this. W- we went offshore like 60 miles. And it was nice yesterday morning, like the winds were like, you know, whatever, three to five miles an hour, but like in the after, afternoon, it was ben,
1: just going to pick up. To when you're, when you're on the water, you measure it in knots, knots.
0: sorry, I three to five knots suck my balls. Okay. But it, it actually is still, yes, three to five knots in dick Um, anyway, but it was supposed to pick up later, like the later it got so you know how fishing goes it's like we ran 60 miles offshore yeah it's you know that's a two-hour boat ride right next thing you know you're like not really catching and and we had a strict plan like we need to leave by one o'clock yeah well three o'clock rolls around and we're still like, all right one more drift one more drift you know and it's like okay <laughs> now it's you know so last cast it's like- been
1: last s- cast for last 15 right. casts
0: <laughs> yeah and uh so we we end up whatever point point her back north that like i don't know i would say around three-ish and we got in at like 6 30 it was like a fucking did you guys catch anything boom oh yeah dude fucking lit them up I, I had i had probably one of the best days i ever had fishing um I, I couldn't miss um the as for the rest of the boat i can't say that's the case ben fed everybody last night let's, let's just go. say that what were you catching uh shit well some of the stuff was out of season so couldn't keep that but the other shit was we got a, a gag grouper mm. um some lane snapper I caught a bunch of trigger fish. I caught a huge fucking trigger fish. Actually. Um, one of the bigger ones they'd seen caught a huge red grouper. One of the bigger mm-hmm. ones they seen groupers out of season. Um, but still it was good to like, you know, coming from a guy who hadn't caught a fish over six ounces, you know, the entire <laughs> summer, it was nice to fucking fight a fish. I'll tell you that. Um, uh. But yeah, it, it was funny i caught my the red grouper that i yeah. caught so we had this huge piece of bonita dead yep. bonita that we were just cutting we were Are cutting chunks big? off they're trophy fish aaron so uh yeah they're big um so we're cutting off chunks of this bonita you know we had gone through all of our live bait then we were using some squid i was hammering out some squid for a little while but then Whatever, we tried the bonita. We're, you know, trying everything we could. But uh, so this, you know, we're cutting through this bonita. And now, next thing you know, he's like, it's looking like pretty, like there's not much left of a fish. Yeah. It's like his stomach area and like the back of the gills. So I turn around. I'm like, hey, I'm like, uh, Caroline, can you cut me a piece of that? And she's like, yeah, what part do you want? And I like turn around and look and I can see a tail of a fish hanging out the bottom. And I'm yeah. like, I want this right here. And I turn and I pulled what was like this, like this little sardine out of the bonita's stomach that was still perfectly intact. All right, pull out a fish from the stomach of another fish that would have been bigger than every fish that I caught this summer, <laughs> put it on a hook, sent it down and that's what i caught the fucking grouper on this big ass fucking grouper so it was it was like i was like laughing at myself that i I pulled a fish out of the gut of another fish that was bigger than all the trout that i you know, you know got I said, this summer. Ben,
1: nature's metal <laughs> nature is metal man <laughs> oh uh, fuck, fuck. Data, i mean that's like the, i've caught you know i've been reeling in you know fish before and had other fish go after them you know reeling in a bass and have a bigger bass come and try and fucking snag the bass that you're reeling in and shit i mean
0: yeah yesterday metal, cam bro. cam he he this fish hit that was big as hell and it was like it was you know serious rod bend like definitely a a decent sized fish not like massive massive yeah because that's when the shark hit him we think and almost snapped his rod so we think he was hooked up on something and then a shark came and ate that other thing because it was the weirdest like you know like rod going rod going like good fish on and then all of a sudden like rod bent to the fucking water like could have snapped and then it we're using 100 pound leader
1: 100
0: pound monofilament leader and it it came up just perfectly snapped off meaning you know usually if it right if it pulls your if it looks squiggly on the end then it pulled your hook off bad knot. but if it's just cut off severed perfect it was something that was bigger than that so and what do you call
1: what do you call sharks when you're out deep sea fishing the tax man gotta pay the tax man okay yeah you know i i yeah
0: i uh i didn't know that but that makes the way sense. she goes
1: i mean i think it, it happens in florida like all the time where you see people fucking reeling in you know whatever and then here comes this big ass fucking whatever black tip reef shark and just fucking and the other, takes the, a other chunk problem, out of it.
0: the other thing that uh toby's dad was saying he's like when we got to the fishing spot he was like let's use all the live bait first because if not you start drumming up the sharks right like, as soon as you throw a piece of squid in the water that's dead and smelly um You're but yeah sharks. but fishing's fishing man it's always a good time you know what they say and, Ben? Uh, a good day uh, f- uh, a bad day
1: fishing is better than a good day at work yes sir christ but almighty. uh
0: so what's uh yeah. what's
1: your uh, what's your guys's plan going forward?
0: You're just um, kicking it just, for a while. Just gonna kick it for a little bit before you know get ready and, and then uh, get ready to head down to old uh, Central America.
1: Well, why don't we talk about that a little bit? I mean, I obviously I know what's happening, but you
0: know the
1: folks at home.
0: So yeah, the folk for the fine folks at home, uh, I'm taking my talents to, to diving. Um, Fucking rights! I'm gonna go get certified to uh to dive, and then Aaron and I can go spear fishing. Yippee!
1: Actually, I was just telling my spear fishing story. By the time I almost got myself and another guy, two other guys killed spear fishing. Oh yeah, good job, Aaron. I gotta get a fucking. I gotta get a new spear gun.
0: Tide's not even that bad right now. Let's go spear fishing, guys.
1: (laughs) The The thing, the thing about spear fishing in Connecticut though is you can't, you can't spear fish for stripers i don't think i think i think you can only spearfish for uh blackfish really i think so i think that's i think that's
0: that's um i see i just want to help deplete the lionfish population that's just um ravaging the reefs so uh, um, and remember did i i don't know if we talked about it on here did we talk about how when we were in when I was in the Bahamas and we were just like pan frying the lionfish and then you just like pick all the meat off do, them or was do, I just telling you do that?
1: the uh, do the coconut Brian voice
0: oh coconut Brian he, he said <laughs> uh, bring me a barracuda and I give you a a pina colada I can't really do the pina colada with it. coconut Brian
1: <laughs> yeah I just looked but, it up But he was really is illegal.
0: barracuda Brian.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: Fuck I wanna have a Bahamian accent so bad. I'm moving to the Bahamas. I'm, I'm moving to the Bahamas. Dude,
1: just move to the Bahamas and after, you know, what do you think? Two, two, three years you can
0: start you just like pretending like you're from you're a native? <laughs> The way these people walking down the street it's like it's it's like that old like grandma that like doesn't is is like senile and doesn't know what she's doing yeah right. like oh that's that's just granny she's just petting the tree or something and it's like they're walking by it's like oh that's just ben
1: he that's just mainland Bahamian. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> um actually speaking of that i don't know if i've ever told this story on this podcast before maybe i have if i did it was a long time ago i used to have an account in the north end of harford and he got bought by this Jamaican dude. His name was Milton. And so for the first, I don't know, probably like four or five times we talked, we only talked on the phone. Like we, our schedules didn't line up. He was a busy dude. He owned a bunch of businesses and uh, but you know, super, super heavy Jamaican accent. And then, um, so I go in to get him, you know, they have to fill out a credit application to get credit for the store. So I go in to give him the credit application and I walk in and,
0: there's a white like a, guy.
1: There's a white dude standing behind the counter. And I'm like, hey, is uh, Milton here? And he's like, yeah, man, I'm Milton. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like this fucking normal ass looking white dude. with just a super thick Jamaican accent. He actually ended up being a cool dude. He owned a bunch of Dunkin' Donuts and Papa Ginos. I think. But I do you
0: think that was like that was him? Like he was he wanted to do that, so that's how he chose to talk, or was that like? No, I think he's he from
1: Jamaica, man. I mean, there are white people in Jamaica. You know? No, Not I know. Them, i just. But...
0: I. I don't. I. Hey, dude. Just a question. All right. Yeah, Ben. Just Jesus, why are you
1: such a racist? What do you think? White people aren't allowed in Jamaica. Frank's <laughs> <laughs> Almighty, dude listen this isn't we've said uh, enough things to get this podcast canceled probably 25 times at this point you know we don't need to add 26
0: my apologies yeah you should, Is you re- should be sorry I, um yeah man so what's uh what's on your docket what do you uh, got you just you just a r- little recovery today yeah I a little recovery gotta got edit you this you got your your fire jackson hole crew neck on
1: what's up mommy? yeah dude it's fucking beautiful here today
0: yeah and you want to know it's been snowing dude out there in jackson like, yeah we we basically hit it at the perfect time
1: um like- yeah recovery day uh patriots play at 4 30 today which is actually kind of a fucking godsend because i'm gonna need for sure a nap this afternoon probably from 1 to four thirty ish um uh but you know, just talking about that real quick, and you know, obviously we don't like to we don't talk a lot of sports on here. But Ben, that Patriots Buccaneers game a couple of weeks ago, we actually didn't talk about it last week. I meant to bring it up. That was one of the more heartbreaking games as a Patriots fan I've ever had to endure, especially during the regular season. You know, listen, I've seen the Patriots lose uh, four Super Bowls, four Super Bowls. I've seen them lose a handful of AFC championship games, seen them lose in the playoffs a bunch of times. I don't know that my heart has ever been as broken as watching Tom Brady come back to Gillette and not even play that good and still beat the Patriots. It was like the first time in like 70 games he didn't have a touchdown pass. Like the Patriots played fantastic. And they no, that they lost.
0: was. And not not only I, I have to chime in here. Because as a non-sports um, watcher, no care in the world, no, I have no professional sports team. Um, Too cool for that. Right, exactly. Well, <laughs> I, that was the first game I watched, and I was like, I needed to watch it. I yeah. needed to watch that game. I, for some reason, I, was, I watched it on my phone. It, I mean, it was a late game. It was late. It was an eight, eight
1: 8-20 kickoff, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I was watching it on my phone on my headphones in bed, like just because I was like fascinated. I don't know what it is. I think maybe just being from New England, and I guess growing up, you know, every time the Patriots were in the Super Bowl, I rooted for them. You know, it's I wasn't like an anti-Patriots fan. I hate the fucking Giants. I would never root for them. So that that shows something, right? Um, but fuck Eli, man. There was something about. That game, that like, it was like bigger than sports. It was yeah, bigger than sports.
1: It was. It was a. It, and, was, a uh, cultural it was really.
0: Moment. Yeah, it was. It was pretty neat, but you know, the other thing is, of course, like that's how the game went too, like down to like, the wire. And, it, and, and it as like, a, you know, like
1: a die-hard Patriots fan, it was so much. Sorry to cut you off, but like it was so much more heartbreaking that way. Because going into that game, I'm like, oh, the Buccaneers are a wagon. The Patriots are going to get their doors blown off. Like, they didn't even really look that great the week prior, blah, blah, blah.
0: The guy with the long red sleeves in that game, the defenseman. Matthew
1: Judon. Matt Judon. The best free agent signing they made fucking by leaps and bounds this offseason. They totally expected them to get their doors blown off. And then they fucking not only are in it, they were winning in the fourth quarter, like late in the fourth quarter. Of course, Tom Brady drives them down the field. The Bucks kick a field goal to go ahead. And it's like, dude, like, here we go. McCorkle, here we go. McCorkle, it's your time, buddy. And he took them down the field and you know, they lost on a missed field goal. And I sat on my couch for probably, probably about 12 minutes without moving, just oh, staring Tom at the Brady's screen. Number. And yep, exactly. Wow, weird that that <laughs> my brain just did that. And like, you texted me, John Riley texted me like people were texting me which doesn't happen anymore back in the old days during like the meat of the Patriots dynasty people would always text me like I was on the fucking team or something because I was the biggest Patriots fan they knew and this is and then when they would lose you'd have all the people who hated the Patriots would text me and you know whatever but all these people were texting me and I just was sitting there like this fucking sucks <laughs> I fucking hate this <laughs> because unlike you I am a diehard you know I'm a diehard Patriots right yeah fan and you know, I'm like some Patriots fan. I, you know, I love Tom Brady. I always loved Tom Brady, but I didn't follow, you know, I'm not a Bucks fan. I'm never going to be a Buccaneers fan. I'd root for them if they're not playing the Patriots, but the Patriots are my team. You know, there's a lot of fair weather fans in new England who, who have jumped ship and, you know, no pun intended and have bought, you know, Patriots, you know, or, or, or Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, jerseys and things like that. And I mean, you know, you'll never catch me doing that. So it just, it makes it that much harder for those no, people. I, it was not that bad a game, I guess.
0: I get it, dude. And the, the other thing though, it's just weird because for some reason, like my inner self, like <clears throat> I was, I felt like I was root. Like, obviously I'm, cause I'm not a Patriots fan, you right. know? So it's like, I felt like I was rooting sort of for Tom Brady only because I wasn't, you know, or, you know, we, are athletes you know and i was an athlete and to to me you know my coaching career it was i had a stint coaching Mm -hmm. coaching wasn't for me i had a lot of fun didn't really love coaching like i i i shouldn't say that i enjoyed it i loved it but i didn't i i wouldn't want to make a career of it you know i liked being the player so in that sense i always had the similar question like was it bill belichick's coaching yeah. or was it tom brady's playing right. so for me i feel like i had this little like you know thing inside of me that was like secretly rooting for tom brady because yeah. as the player yeah i you know and and the other thing is i like him fucking proving people wrong i was always i'm, I'm fascinated by you know like i guess diet and and yeah. like how he's made himself you know like a youthful human at such an old age and like it it goes to show almost like i wouldn't want to live like that like you know no he he has every meal planned out for the next like five years he knows what he's gonna do five years in advance and his reasoning for that is because he doesn't even want to think about like thinking about what he needs to do he just he he knows what he needs to do he can dedicate all of his brain power to thinking it's like the same thing we talked about like Steve Jobs or Steve whatever Jobs wore the
1: same outfit every day yeah
0: black black t-shirt blue jeans it's like he didn't have to spend an ounce of time Bang. wondering Bang. what he was going to wear black turtleneck sorry black turtleneck blue jeans fucking shoot me right? like this fucking thing is but either apart. way yeah we it is falling apart but yeah it was a fucking great game um that's the longest we've talked sports in a long time. Yeah,
1: yep, it totally it is. Feels like,
0: good. Hey, shows how dynamic we hey, are. Hey,
1: the NHL, podcasts. the NHL's back. NHL's on ESPN, which is uh, which is actually not bad, even though I don't really love ESPN. Um, but it's my boy McCorkle's time to shine, bro. It's my boy McCorkle's time to shine. I'm fucking yeah, fired up about Mac Jones.
0: Go get him, Mac.
1: All right, let's, let's wrap this fucking thing up. We got better things to do. Uh, episode... 80, uh, episode Oh, just think, by the way, I laughed when you said that at the beginning because you said last right. week you were going to do that and, and you just stuck to it. And I appreciate that about you, bro. Uh, episode 85 of the Sunday Conversation podcast is presented by Loyalty Liquors, Pack Leashes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, brains, leashes. Off. brains off. Com. <laughs> Go to packleashes.com, P A C K L E A S H E S.com. Use promo code SashaBaby20, get 20% for your. Entire order. While you're cruising the internet, check us out on Instagram at Sunday Conversation. Whilst there, click the link in our bio. Check out the Patreon page. If not, whatever. It's all good. Um, Benny, you got any closing thoughts?
0: Um, No, man. Happy Sunday.
1: Happy Sunday. Great chat, buddy. Love you.
0: Love you, bro.